Before you get into this episode, I want to invite you to join me on May 1st for a free live workshop. It's called Feedback Fixer Upper, How to Reshape Poor Performance with Your Words. You can sign up at awesomeleader.com slash monthly dash workshop or go to awesomeleader.com and look for workshops. Again, this is May 1st. It's 9 in the morning Pacific, 12 Eastern. It's free. Join me and I will now let you get to this episode of The Leadership Shot. I think employee engagement is important at any time of any organization's life cycle and in any economy. Yet, with the looming recession, we're in November 2022 right now, and sorry to be a downer, I think with this recession on the horizon, some leaders feel that they get a pass on employee engagement. They think to themselves, I have less to worry about right now. Or they think, I don't really have to worry about employee engagement. People are just going to be happy to have a job, any job. It's tempting to consider that you can take the idea of understanding the engagement of your team members off your plate, but it's wrong. Let's define what employee engagement is, and then you'll be able to consider why it's key to your success as a leader in any role at any time. I'm Lila Willingtown. I'm an executive coach and the creator of Awesome Leader. I've coached founders, VPs, and C-suite executives worldwide for over 20 years. I make it easier for leaders to make decisions, guide their teams, have difficult conversations, and have fun in their roles. I love what I do, and I love my clients. My number one passion is making it easier to lead and manage teams, no matter what your title is. And in my online coaching and training programs, I create leadership ease through 15-minute lessons and weekly group coaching. In this podcast, you can experience some of that micro-learning. This podcast is a weekly shot of tangible leadership advice. All episodes are under 15 minutes. Let's get started. This is an episode that I hope I can come back to and say, hey, a recession didn't happen after all. I was wrong. And I'll start there. It's the end of November 2022. And wait, wait, if you're listening to this a couple months later, it's still relevant. Keep listening. So it's November 2022, and we're all pretty sure a global recession is what 2023 is going to be all about. The experts are saying this, by the way, the recession, not me. I'm a leadership expert, not an expert in economics. My role is to tell you how to respond to this feeling of a recession coming and what it means for your role as a leader and how you help your team. And I'll start with the fact that while this change is unwelcome, what's going on in the economy, it has very little to do with the value you place on employee engagement. When people see layoffs around them, interest rates going up, and headlines about how big and bad things are going to be, do leaders get a pass on employee engagement? Does this environment mean that they don't need to think about how engaged their employees are or not? Because, hey, the economy is going to get worse and people really won't care if their manager gives them feedback or not, right? They're just going to be happy to have a job, right? Sorry, leader, you don't get a pass here. You need to think about employee engagement in any economic or political environment. Your role, as always, is to set goals, give feedback, delegate, and manage performance during any type of climate. Startup leaders don't skip focusing on engagement because they're supposed to be scrappy and nimble. Fortune 500 managers don't get to ignore engagement because their teams have matching 401k or other benefits that mature companies offer, or we think they do. My point here 
Understanding employee engagement is something any leader of any size company at any time needs to make a priority. You're a leader of all seasons, all types, all sizes, all people. For those of you new to the concept of employee engagement, it's good for me now to define it for you. Here's a quick definition from Gallup. Employee engagement is the involvement and enthusiasm of employees in their work and workplace. Then I'll add some more context. When employees are engaged, they want to complete their work. They feel proud of what they do. They see how their tasks connect with those of their peers and how everything and everyone contributes, even in a small way, to the success of the organization. They feel connected to their peers and to the company as a whole. Their personal values feel aligned with the company's values. And, and this is the point I really want to emphasize to you, they feel their managers see them, hear them, respect them, and care for them. Now, if you're thinking, oh my goodness, this is like way too touchy-feely for me, employee engagement isn't touchy-feely. It's good, solid business. And that's why it's important in any economic climate. A must-read book for any leader of any title and company size is the book 12, Elements of Great Managing. It's by Rod Wagner and James K. Harder. This book details the research behind what Gallup calls its Q12, the 12 questions they use to help companies assess engagement. Under the concept of engagement, there are three ways to think about employee engagement or tendencies. People aren't always in these three categories or types. That's key to keep in mind. Yet these are the three primary ways that people tend to feel about their work. And this research comes again from Gallup. So first category, there are engaged employees. Engaged employees work with passion. They feel a profound connection to the company. And when engaged employees work, they're driving innovation. They're pushing back. They're asking questions. They not just come to work on time, but they actually show up earlier when they need to, or they work later when they need to, and they're excited about the work that they're doing. They're still frustrated at times, but overall, they feel like, wow, what I'm doing here is fun, it's exciting, my manager respects me, and I'm helping build some great products or services. That's the first category, engaged employees. Then we've got the second one. Those are not engaged employees. Non-engaged employees are essentially checked out. It's like they're sleepwalking through their workday. They're putting time, but not really energy or passion into their work. They are still nice people. They are still, you know, fairly good workers. They're most likely meeting expectations if you're using criteria for performance reviews. They don't offer to do more. They are polite. They are professional. Yet at the end of the day, they're done. They're ready to go. That's the second category, not engaged employees. The third category is actively disengaged. Now, these people are not just unhappy at work. They're busy acting out how unhappy they are every day with what they do, with what they say, body language, all of those things. Actively disengaged employees undermine what everyone else is doing. So when they see engaged coworkers accomplish something, they may be like, all right, how am I going to take that down? How am I going to break this? Again, these definitions, this information is from Gallup's work. So I really encourage you to, to, again, check out the book 12, Elements of Great Managing. Here's an easy way to think about it. And you may have heard this leadership fable or story before. It's the story of three people building a cathedral, a mosque, a synagogue, or a community center. 
Let's just imagine that it's a group of people building houses as Habitat for Humanity, a U.S. charity does. Okay, so you got a group of people. They're building houses. They're building tiny homes for the homeless or for migrants or seniors or for any group that you feel doesn't have housing and needs housing. Okay, you create that part of the story. And there are three groups of people working on this project. The engaged group is like, wow, they are fired up. This is exciting for them. They tell themselves as they work, this is going to be a home for somebody. I'm actually building like a house for someone. They're going to be warm. They're going to be comfortable. They've been unhoused. They've been homeless. I'm actually contributing and putting them in a house. It's amazing. And what I'm doing brick by brick is building this house. And this person's engaged, they're passionate, and they feel connected to their work. Then we have the second type of a worker here, or builder, or contractor, whatever trade you want to put in this. This person's not engaged. This group of employees, workers, not engaged. They're not actively unhappy. They're not moaning and complaining or being pills about the work they're doing. They're coming to work, yet they're not volunteering to do more. They're not sharing ideas on how to streamline things, to make things more efficient. There's no spring in their step. They're not whistling while they work. They're most likely showing up again on time, but when the whistle blows, when it's time to quit, they're done. They're leaving. They're most likely completing like fair work, okay work. Just not a lot of energy or passion in what they're doing. It's a paycheck. The third group is the actively disengaged group. Now remember, they're not just unhappy. They're letting you know with whatever they do and however they say things, they're going to let you know how unhappy they are. And when this job site is closed and when the engaged and not engaged employees go home, they steal equipment or they forget, imagine the quotation marks, they forget to lock things up. They may break a few things during the day. And if so, they're not going to let you know about it or when things run out, like when you run out of equipment or supplies, they're not going to let you know. They really don't care who's living in this house. This group actively undermines the work of others. They're unhappy. And maybe they're even unhappy about their life, not a therapist here, yet they really don't care about what they're building and they don't really want to collaborate with other people. And they're going to let you know with their words and actions. So let's stop with the research and stop with that leadership fable. And now I want you to think about your team. Who's engaged? not engaged, who's actively disengaged. And if you think that that looming recession changes their engagement or takes that actively disengaged to not engaged or bumps them up to engaged, I got to change your thinking. The economic outlook won't dramatically or consistently change how they feel about working with you or the company. The economic outlook does not impact the actively disengaged or not engaged employee. It may be one thing on their radar, yet again, it's not the reason why they change their approach to their work. By the way, the reason they would change that approach to their work, it's all on you. That's the subject for another episode. Now, the actively disengaged employee, they're not going to work harder or be more passionate. They're not going to say to themselves, gosh, I might get laid off. I really need to whip myself in shape. I'm going to start building relationships with peers. I'm going to start asking for feedback and listening as I hear it. And I'm going to begin to change the ways in which I operate. I'm going to change my behaviors. Forget it. That's not going to happen. They're not going to say, gosh, you know what? It's such a great idea to participate in training now and code reviews. Yes, I definitely want to be more collaborative. I want to be more concise, more thoughtful with my feedback in code reviews. And you know what? I realize now that mandatory avoiding workplace harassment training, I now see the value of creating a safe and non-toxic work environment. So I'm going to go ahead and complete that training without somebody nagging me. Come on. That's not going to happen. Those things aren't going to happen. 
leaders, no matter what the economy is like, people still want to feel that they know what's expected of them, that they have an opportunity to do their best, and that the mission of the company makes them feel important. And those who are actively disengaged, it's not going to convince them to operate differently just because they're seeing in the news a recession's coming. Same thing for the people who are not engaged. It's not all of a sudden going to put a spring in their step. That is up to you. And again, we'll talk about that in a future episode. Now, to assess employee engagement. So if you're thinking about your team, as I asked you to do a moment ago, here are three of the 12 items that Gallup uses to evaluate employee engagement in their survey. You can ask yourself these things. Start thinking about them. I know what is expected of me at work. At work, my opinions seem to count. And in the last six months, someone at work has talked to me about my progress. Those are just three of the Gallup Q12. They're really easy to find. Another one actually is having a best friend at work. People who have a best friend at work are more engaged than others who don't. My point is here, I want you to think about, okay, things may get tough and I still have to think about how to engage my employees. Going to what I just mentioned, I have to make sure they know what's expected of them. I want to make sure that in some way I'm creating an environment where they know that their opinions count, they can contribute ideas, and also... Ooh, in the last six months, I sure hope I have. And if I haven't, I need to. I have talked to somebody about their progress. So fear of employment status change or economic uncertainty can help make temporary shifts in engagement. My point is here is that employment status, the fear of losing a job, isn't going to dramatically or consistently change how people are applying their enthusiasm, their skills, their drive, their passion at work. So if you're thinking, oh, come on, we're heading into a recession. I really don't have to worry about this at all. I want to change your opinion there. Yes, you do. You actually do. Because you're still working with people who want to be engaged. You're still working with highly engaged people. So you want to continue to engage them. And those people who are not engaged, you have an opportunity there to better understand their skills and passions and shift their engagement. Each person plays a vital role, no matter where they work or what their job description says. Every employee counts, just like every vote counts. If they're not engaged, they still have the ability for you to better help them understand what they need to do differently. I want you to recognize that the economy does not dictate whether you spend time or not learning how to engage or motivate your employees. Any economy, any product, any size business. Understand that your role as a leader involves creating an emotional connection between the work of an individual and the work of a company. And awesome leaders ask themselves, what am I doing to help people understand their value? It doesn't mean that you're avoiding getting work done. It doesn't mean that you're avoiding profits. It's not too fluffy. It's not touchy-feely. It's business. So do you need to think of different things in an uncertain economic environment? Yeah. Will there be new topics on your plate as a manager or leader in this environment? Yes, sure. And am I going to help you with those items if and when this recession hits? Yes, you bet. Thanks for listening. I hope you found value in this episode. I will talk to you next week. Before you go, please hit subscribe. This tells me that the content I'm sharing is helping you, your team, and your company. You'll also learn when the next episode drops. And if you'd like weekly emails from me with more tips on how to move your leadership towards awesome, visit awesomeleader.com slash podcast. You'll receive notifications of free webinars and free resources. If you want to learn how to bring the first and only online leadership program with lessons under 15 minutes to your teams, visit awesomeleader.com. You'll learn all about my six-week cohort coaching and training program, and you can check out a lesson for free. Thanks for listening to The Leadership Shot. I'll talk to you next week.